0: Yeah. So, good morning, Matt. Um, my morning, your evening. We just went over that, uh, but I'm in the habit of saying good morning when it's morning. How are you today?
1: Well, I'm I'm good, Ken. Yeah, I'm very well. How are you doing? You okay?
0: I'm doing good. Doing very. That is good. that is a beard and a yeah. half,
1: my friend. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it creates challenges in jujitsu. Let me tell you.
1: Yeah, I bet. Oh,
0: I bad. refuse to refuse to trim it, but but some of the I would some I would of the, be using that uh, to Lapel grabs you. are pretty yeah, gnarly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People get a good lapel grab and my face goes with it. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Control yeah. the head. So or, I'm really excited. Or, or. First I'm just head, excited to get a chance follow.
0: to control
1: the head. <laughs> That's right. Now it's beard <laughs>
0: Yeah. I suddenly lock in really good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, I don't have a top knot, so <laughs> I have
1: neither a top knot beard. Yeah, I'm super excited.
0: I have neither a top knot, beard. You're all set. You're good to go. You're un- unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, super excited to get to get with you today. Um, I, we've been kind of working on this for a little bit, uh, and you know, I thought about so had somebody who asked me about the kind of cultural differences between fighting and martial arts and specifically like gyms when you go to a gym or a dojo how it's different um and i really don't know too well because you know i have my suspicions of, of observations i've made i've gone to different places but not too many gyms mostly dojos and so i thought it would be great to have a conversation you popped into my mind uh you founder Jardin karate uh, karate and jiu-jitsu under your belt; those are things that you do regular. Plus, I understand you do other things as well. Um, obviously, I think you also compete pretty regularly, which is awesome. I know that you just found a new a new gym that you're trying out, mm-hmm. uh, and it's worth mentioning that you wrote a few books: The Hardest Path, uh, Buddhist Millionaire. Those absolutely uh, got to mention those as well. And so I just thought, you know, then the last. Sorry, I'm all over the place. the The last piece being. I've really enjoyed listening to your constant co-host for the UFC part of the conversations on karate podcast, which is
1: (laughs) for the uh, conversation. Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And so, you know, for all of these reasons, I thought it would be excellent to have a conversation with you on this and just get your thoughts and, and perspectives on that.
1: All right, Ken. So, yeah. So when you mentioned, when you messaged me to say um, essentially the question being, you know, is martial arts or is a martial artist different from a fighter and can they be both, right? And I, it's something I've thought about a lot because I came into the martial arts fascinated by the martial arts side. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That whole kind of, right, you know, if I, if I get to this belt, enlightenment comes and then you go, oh, well, that belt came and I'm still... A dickhead. Okay, well, <laughs> it's the next belt. Oh, you know, and then that goes on, right? Until you go on and realize at some point it's all a nonsense. There is no sudden epiphanactic bash that comes on the 84,000 repetition of whatever kata. So then you start to go, well, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. And that then has very much kind of fueled my thinking forever. So I guess the question has to start with what do we define as art? Before we can determine whether there is a martial artist or a fighter. And for me, I mean, what, what do you define as art, Ken, of any form, whether we're talking martial arts or writing or pe- what's art?
0: Okay, for you? sure. For me, it's uh, uh, an excellent question and one that I should have prepared for, but no, <laughs> sorry. Uh, for sorry. me, so no, it's good. Uh, so excuse me if I fumble through it, but to me, it's, it's a creative expression of, of something you believe in. Uh, in, in any capacity, whatever capacity that might that might be, something that is that has meaning to you, and and being creatively expressed through whatever creative means you have at your at your availability.
1: Mm. So I like that. I, I was thinking about this, um, and so you know the Japanese word do do karate do judo mm-hmm. like you know on it goes well of course it translates as yeah. two words right way or literally road or path and of mm-hmm. course when you yeah. you know my first book was after i came back from pilgrimage in japan and the whole idea right. of the way that is the the kind of the, the journey is both the way and the end the means and the end and i think that we kind of in the west we sort of plug onto that because it's quite cool but i don't think we get it I don't think we really, right. really, I'm not sure Westerners are designed to get it because we're goal driven beings. I mean, we're a Brit and America, yeah. we are bought up going, yeah, push hard. There's the goal. Go for it. Well, you, 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 you make sure you, you know, wave your banners. And that's completely opposite to kind of going with the flow. So I've had that on my mind ages. And I think now for me, art is I think living is art for a start. I don't think any of us can get mm. away from art just being alive is art you you are a better artist the more you are able to remove yourself from the process and trust the underlying strength that drives us now some corners of the world will call that underlying force god and they'll frame it in spiritual and religious terms right that's that's not my bag sure. but i'm not i'm not opposed to that yeah Other markets will frame that in, well, it's your subconscious that's taking over. I don't think it matters, but we've all been in that state where mostly by mistake, we've stepped away from ourselves and gone, man alive, I was good today. (laughs) Yeah. And then there are other days where we, I'll give you a martial arts example, right? I've competed lots. That's how I like to pressure test my stuff. And I, I just, I like fighting, right? Hmm. So, you know, I can't tell you how many matches I've lost. And then I show up as a blue belt or whatever at the Worlds in Vegas. And on that day, I won. I sailed through my four or five. I did not miss a beat, but it had nothing to do with me. It just happened to be on that day, for whatever reason, I wasn't in my own way. And I ended up with a nice shiny gold. So that's the art flowed through me. Nothing to do with me. Two weeks later, as world champion, I tried to recreate that in London. Yeah, because I'm the big world champion now. I've done it. I can, I've, I've transcended, finished in the 15 seconds armbar. I got absolutely killed because then I, try, I tried to recreate. now you were in it. Yeah. And now I'm like, you're just another idiot who can't, <laughs> who can't win. Uh, <laughs> Um, and that's the thing. So I think for me then, art is is the regularity where we can step outside of ourselves, the effort and the strain, mm-hmm. and just let whatever it is flow, flow. So then we then go, okay, well, is that a martial artist? If you've stepped out of your way, sure. I've seen martial artists who are nothing like artists. And I've seen fighters who are 100% artists. Oh, yeah. And I would say in my own journey, I've come closer to art by being a jiu-jitsu fighter because one thing we know in jiu-jitsu they pressure test their stuff so they're fighting right they're pressure test yeah so you haven't got a chance to hide behind the grandeur and the shapes you just have to get on with it and weirdly through the right. fighting the art reveals itself so it's kind of one leads to the other
0: yeah i i completely agree i feel like jiu is is easily One of the places that at least for now, I mean, the world will change it. Everything will change and and jujitsu is is not protected from that. But um, at least for now, jujitsu is is one of the only things that really has an expression of its own that these things happen and we're really connected to it. It's probably the closest to that, to what, when you say, like you said, the dough, it's probably the closest that we have to it because the other arts, have we've really kind of gotten in the way of them.
1: Well, the other arts allow you to talk the game without Mm -hmm. having the – so we can talk – if we talk – let's look at the kind of the more spiritual aspects of art, right? Transcendence and enlightenment, whatever that means, ease, ease, right? Well, it's easy to talk ease. One of my great Tibetan teachers calls it – what does he call it? Spiritual materialism. So just because you Mm. talk the big game doesn't mean you're any more enlightened than the next person. And what happens with the shape arts is that you can easily – talk shapes and i look like i've transcended and i'm an artist but there's nothing tested in 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 certainly yeah. in grappling and i'm not just bjj any anywhere where you're testing yeah. your stuff right right you get, you get a chance to prove or disprove that and through that fire if you dare to do it is where the art is revealed mainly because the bit that gets in the way is knocked or choked out of you <laughs> you're too busy trying to survive right and we've all felt that <laughs> right. But but I think that can only come from pressure testing, and that's not pressure testing, in my view. That's not pressure testing to go, oh, I could use this on the streets. I, who cares? I don't care. Right. It's pressure testing to go, oh, and that removes the brain because, you you know, when someone's sitting on your face trying to choke your head off, there's a point where your thinking stops, right?
0: Right. Right. Either either in a way that you're comfortable with or a way that you're not comfortable with. Either way, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. We just had, I just had that conversation with a, a student of mine. We, uh, a couple of videos back, we did his Niku test in karate and, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the feeling that he had while he was sparring, where he's going, it's one thing to have um, my mind give out before my body does, but yeah. it's a different thing to have my body give body out give before out. my mind does.
1: And when they both um, go, you're finished.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he was you know we were sparring and there was like this guttural yell he started doing and stuff and i was asking i was like him about that and he's like yeah he's like i just needed my body to do something Mm -hmm. like it just was giving up and that yeah it's a different space when you put yourself in a place where where you are truly challenged and you're trying to figure out how to just make it to the other side
1: yeah and in that space is where transcend i believe was where transcendence lies because it's it's such a Pure space, and you—you you often don't feel it uh, there in that space. You're just like, "Guys, oh, another guy killing me, <laughs> or another girl killing me." Right? It doesn't just pick pick your poison. Um, but you start to—it's later when you drive home and you go, "Oh, you know that that car in front of me is a bit brighter." Or that view, I'd never noticed that. You you know, it's those, it's those things after, you know. And we know scientifically, it's the rushes, the endorphins, blah blah blah. But it's still a transcendent state that comes from pushing until you just you get out of your way. I think that's why so many people. When I was in Okinawa, I was expecting. Well, I was expecting to meet Mr. Miyagi, right? And you know, this great grand type thing. And of course, it doesn't happen like that. People show up after work and train, and you realize. Ah, oh, yeah, that's it, right? You just show up because you've had a really bad day at the office. You do an hour and a half training and you feel better before you go home. Bang. Isn't that transcendent enough?
0: Right. <laughs> I love that. I love that idea of transcendence because I I completely agree that there's something about it. And that's uh, hearing you put it that way kind of helps put it and kind of speak it into fruition a little bit that we have that thing that if you if you're on the mat, if you train then you do it and you experience it but you might not be aware of it you might not be thinking about it you might not even it, it might just happen you love that it happens but you've never even put any thought to it yeah um, and but i can when you talk about it like that i can think of exact moments that driving home is a great example cuz cuz that's the last thing i do every day you know and and so that drive home is I know that I had a really good training session. If I get in the car and I don't turn on the radio, I don't turn on a podcast, I don't turn on anything. That,
1: just- that's what that's what I'm like. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's absolutely. That's exactly what I do. There is the time you reach the radio. And go. Actually, do you know what? I'm just happy doing this. Just this is. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's true. When you don't. That I love that line. When you don't turn anything else <laughs> on to keep you entertained, you just sit in that beautiful. I'm going to say, I know it's a bit cheesier, but I'm going to say the word bliss. Some of those finishing training sessions are blissful. You just sit in that bliss, drive home, sleep like a baby.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it. I love it. What do you think is different? So what has been your experience when it comes to how the feeling of the place? So I've spent a lot of time in traditional JoJo. I haven't actually spent a lot of time in gyms combat sports gyms things like that um what what do you feel is kind of the difference in the experience for you know when you go to like a, a gym versus a dojo and and what that kind of that culture is?
1: so th- three categories i'm gonna right we're gonna gonna have a traditional dojo as in a, a, the um Kodakan. May or may not be right that in Okinawa, Goju Gym, just down the road from Higona's place. Um you'd call that traditional, right? It doesn't get much more traditional. As I say, it's only missing Mr. Miyagi. Um then we're gonna then we do a fight gym, which is where I am, which is where I spent a lot you know, these last few years, MMA gyms, BJ Academies, and now this UFC gym, which is like a franchise fight gym, right? Which is as, as commercial as you can get. And then I'm going to call what I call the plastic fruit gyms, who are neither. Plastic fruit in that, you know, you eat it and it has nothing in there. It's all the pretense of one thing. So let's, let's do the Okinawan thing first, right? There is no traditional place. There's just people trying to do the best they can. Traditions and stories get built up away from the traditions and stories. So, for example, my old Shiatsu teacher his teacher was Japanese, or oh, Ohashi, and Ohashi was as, was Japanese, right? And toured the world teaching, did a lot of stuff on shiatsu and maternity, and you know all that sort of stuff. Anyway, when he and he understood the game, when he was in Japan, he would teach in English, and when he was in England or America, he would teach in Japanese because he understood people love the game of illusion, the misty mountain stuff, right? And it's easy to fall for that, isn't it? And, I, and that's what I, you know, when I went to Okinawa I was like looking for that. And you realize, no, this is just normal stuff. And in fact, it's not even better. It's not worse. It's, it's just another place. So there's your so-called traditional, right? And then you have now, we'll, we'll jump to the kind of the fight gyms. Now, the MMA gyms, most of them are, who've kind of almost pride themselves on getting away with all that sort of stuff, the histrionics and the fancy, right? No less, it's just a different moral code. It's no less traditional. It's a new traditional. It's like a culture moved on. So like here where I'm training now, there's the same amount of respect you'd have in a so-called traditional gym. Great training, respectful people. I just pay a membership rather than a kind of gratuity fee that you you, you play with when you're at traditional gyms. And then you've got now the kind of proliferation of empty fruit gyms. Who are neither? They're not fighting. They're not one rule. They'd love to be misty mountain fighters, but they're not. It's nothing. It's plastic fruit. And they're the kind of shape making arts where you just go. Nothing's really tested. It's all about really. What what do you want to be? You want to be one thing, but you haven't gone through the fire to be that thing. Tradition and history is not made by looking at someone else's story. It's made by I went through this. I went through fire. This is what I look like after I got singed. And this is now my history. So there's no point in copying someone else's, make your own history, make your own art, make your own tradition. Um, and I found they all have their own ways.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And, and you have to make your own, like it has to be your own. You can't, you can't just be next to somebody who's lived their own, uh, no. that's not enough. It doesn't work that way. And I feel and like, I, the, about, I, I like the I plastic know. fruit name.
1: Yeah, and you see plastic fruit everywhere, Ken, and not just in martial. Arts. It's obvious in martial arts no. because the thing yeah. is that people want in martial. Arts, we all want to be tough, right? We all want to go, yeah, I can fight, oh, yeah. and, and no one wants to fight for it. Completely fair enough. Everyone wants to be famous. No one sure. wants to work for it. Everyone wants to write a best-selling novel. No one wants to fix their paragraphs. I get it. I got it. But yeah. the thing is, it it is just all plastic fruit. It's all emptiness. And at some point, if you want to grow, I think, you have to go through the fire. The other thing you realize is it's only fun in the fire. That the fire is the means and the end. There's nothing else. Mm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to, to think about the... It's romantic, right? Like, I know for me... That definitely got me involved in the martial arts. All the movies, all the TV shows, all the stuff. Me too. Me too. I, I call it romantic. It's it gets you right into it. It's like, that's not what it is, though. And the more you understand, the more you're like, we don't even need any of that stuff. I then you kind of miss it a little bit because you're like, well, I kinda I like that. You know, like the whole debate right now about kata, whether not, you should do kata. I'm like, yeah, I absolutely think you should do kata. I love kata. Do you, do I think you need kata? No. Nah. No, people don't need it. Um, Some people might. For their own headspace maybe if it hits them i know that's what it is for me where where i am when i do it um is different than where i am in other places but is it necessary in order to be capable it's not and i think there's that that finding that balance can be really difficult of the part that it's okay i think it's okay to love something that maybe doesn't match um it's not the most efficient thing or it's not the, the best thing or whatever. I mean, you can still love it just because you love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But this defense of something because it's, it's the true art, it isn't. We just love stuff because we love stuff. I, I like oh. Katra as well. Do I use it at any shape as yeah. a teaching aid to improve my martial arts? No. Are there a million different things mm. I do better now that it's 2022 20, and not eighteen sixteen than recreate a pattern of it? Yes. But I still do it. Because I just love it, yeah. for di- just, just like you, I love it for different things. And I think the fights, I mean, I don't see many of the fights online because I, I really don't engage too much in those sort of things. But really, the, the oh, battles I have noticed are people holding on to their, I, I like your term, their kind of romanticism. And then if I let that mm. go, it means that I've bought into the wrong thing that isn't. Yeah, sometimes you have to realize you married the wrong girl. <laughs> right. So, right. Right. that's it right sometimes sometimes you get divorced move on find another thing that is what happens but of course once that once you've set a certain amount of time and you're invested you made that effort to suddenly turn around and go i was wrong the ground beneath your feet shakes and oh, yeah it takes a lot of courage to go i'm gonna move on i, I found this when i shifted from karate to jiu and i i mean mm. i still do karate because it's in me but sure when, when you go, I mean, you, you know, you, you grapple, and you've been on the mats, and you realize, I was brought up on a diet of uh, ridiculous, all this namby-pamby rolling around on the thing. If you came in and took my legs, I'd knee you in the face before you even got there, right? We've all done that as karate men. Except 100%. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's, that, knee, that... that knee is now I'm standing on one leg for a guy who could have killed me if I was on four legs. And then you suddenly yeah. go, Please tell me I haven't wasted 22 years and that my fourth down or whatever. Oh, who cares? What, literally, literally means nothing. Please tell me that's not true. And you come out of that first session going, you are kidding me. <laughs> but it's,
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: a hard reality to take, isn't it?
0: Oh, my God, it cracks me up because that was the exact, like, you couldn't have painted him, like, that That exact, like, I'll just knee you in the face. Like, literally, you'd go for the double leg, I'll knee you in the face and make that, and then you find out that just makes it so much easier for them to put you on the ground. They know that there's only so many options you're going to do, and they know about that one. It's not a secret.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because strangely, they're athletes as well. As karate men, we go, they would never have considered we've got arms and legs. No, listen, guys, they're pretty good athletes. And if you put them in a dojo, they've probably got your black belt sorted in about six months, To be, if if we're all being completely honest about this. Now, that isn't to say I'm I'm some big um, proselytizer for BJJ over karate. I'm not at all. That isn't my point. I'm talking about the ground beneath a shaking when we realize what we yeah. believe and this happens in religions as well right where you realize mm-hmm. oh wow i did all this praying and you know my friend still died you know there's a point where things shake and you're like oh, what do i what do i believe in now and that's a very hard yeah. place to be and actually just getting to that point where you go i don't know i don't know if i'm any good i have no idea yeah. if i've wasted 20 years but all I can do is just keep going forward with the best decision I make for the next step, and I think that's true of our life and of our martial arts, right?
0: Yeah. You talked about the like the the eighty four thousandth rep being the the point of enlightenment, and and it's like it's it's no specific rep. Uh, I'd argue that very much that moment you just described, whatever however many reps or however many things, whatever many times you got to turn up to hit that moment, and then question everything, yeah, and yeah. then have to work your way through it. That's that's a huge part of it. That, and it happens at a different time for everybody.
1: And isn't that life though, really, Ken? Because I I do I do think that martial Mm. arts is just a metaphor for life. It's one vehicle of a million, right? I can't even name a zillion, whatever, whatever is a bigger number. Now I have no idea. It's just one vehicle, and that is just a metaphor for life, where we just trying to we go okay, and then sometimes it comes up. And but I do think the artistry of life then becomes. How much we can just absorb in that fight, absorb in the struggle rather than resisting thinking that if I can get through this at the end, is something great. No, no, this struggle is the great. And the quicker yeah. we fully embed in that, I think the quicker that rep, which goes, got it, got it. That's it's cool. I'm not trying to get anywhere. I'm trying to be okay that my kata is crap and i'm trying to be okay that my triangles are not bad and i'm trying to be okay that my arm bars suck you know whatever it may be and then just mm-hmm. that's it there oh that's being alive yeah and that's fine happy days yeah
0: i have a hard time even saying anything to that cause it's like, <laughs> i agree so completely that that and it's interesting because as a teacher you see people who haven't figured it out yet and and it's hard because they there you can see them looking for it but you can't you can't just tell them that and have them understand like you have to find it and and the truth be told I'll never know what it's like for you you might find it in a way that's very different and it might mean something so different that I that I would never understand it if it were me absolutely and so how could I ever tell you you and the more I try the more likely I am to get you to miss it for yourself
1: and also, you, as a teacher, uh, this is a really great point. I think about this a lot. My, my wife's a teacher as well. So we teach uh, uh, like mm-hmm. a proper teacher. <laughs> I don't say that disrespectfully as much martial like, art, but like, a, like yeah. less qu- an academic yeah. teacher. Let's just quickly back up there before academic. I get myself shot before anything <laughs> happens. But um, um, we talk about teaching and kind of, you know, that whole art of teaching in itself. And, and I think that actually the more I teach, the more I realize that we actually don't want to lead anyone anywhere because as you say, you can't.
0: Mm.
1: I remember when I left my,
0: can't.
1: left my teacher, my karate teacher, right? To, to do my own school. And I said, I haven't got, I, I'm not, not, I haven't got the, I, I'm not moody. I'm not sulking. I'm not breaking away, but I have to find what you found. And I have, I'm almost certain that I'll come back and say, it's, it's what you said, but I have to have found out it's that. I can't have you tell me that. Now, you know, of course, like old teachers, you know, know, traditional ones get the right up, and they think, you know, dissing them. But it wasn't. I just, you have to find that. And I'll probably end up at the same conclusion. Life can only move in a certain amount of directions. But it's my truth. My cells know that. My neurons know that. And now I think as a teacher then, our role then actually is much less than we think. And and parenting, I say. Mm. The job is... I was thinking about parenting the whole way too. it's the same thing man it's the same thing the job is to keep your kids and your students alive long enough to learn their own lessons so don't put your fingers in the uh, uh, electric socket darling why because you won't be alive long enough to learn your own truths that's it and then you think huh so it's about creating environments where it's not about you listening to my lessons my lessons are rubbish. They're from a bald guy whose ears stick out. You don't want my lessons, but I'll put you in an environment where you can find your truth in relation to it. So I think we overrate ourselves as teachers. Our job is to create environments where they can play and find. Halas, that's it. There's nothing else to do, I think.
0: There's nothing else. I, I agree with that so much, and I struggle with it so much too. Because, I, I, And this has been on my mind a lot lately because you know, you think about, at least for me, I get so excited about the things that I discover that I want to share them. And then sometimes I go, Am I sharing too much? Like I literally wrote this on my phone the other day. Am I giving too much of myself? Because by giving everything that I've figured out, I'm not letting anybody figure out what they what's important to them and what they're That's You know, but then on the other side just sitting there holding it, going, What do I do with it though?
1: (laughs) Ken that that is brilliant. That's that's me, right? All I do and my wife looks at me and just does this I basically, when I'm really excited about stuff, I say the same thing eight different ways, as if they, had, as if they didn't get it, you know. <laughs> Until she says, "Shut up! Oh, I got it." Okay, because you're I right. It. I feel like you do when you get that, but and then it's frustrating because you go, "This has given me this this insight, if you like, has given me bliss, and I want to share that, and you can't." Yeah. and that is equally sad. Um, yeah, yeah, it is sometimes sad because you go, oh, I know if you knew this life would be easier or better or whatever it may be. And you know you can't. That's that's kinda not that's not your uh to, as us. That's not our job. That's their job. We just gotta open the door to the dojo, or whatever the gym. In you come. If you if you're here, yeah. I'm here. If you're not, then I'll be here anyway. And uh, and there's yeah. the mats. Oh, Off man. you go. If you have a question, happy days, see you later. <laughs> And I was the same as you. I struggled with that because I'm like, should I be doing something more? Not really. And then the the progress, Mm -hmm. once they're allowed to play, right, and um, find and enjoy, the progress is not only hyper-speedy, right? Mm -hmm. It's authentic. It's tested. Pressure-tested, not as in, oh, this would work on the street, but pressure-tested as in felt in your bones and your cells that you can't forget a lesson you've learned, right? That, that right. you've absorbed through every pore of your body, rather than your teacher go put your arm here. No, 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 left a bit.
0: Yep. No one ever does it doesn't work that those way. Lessons. No. No, and and to go along with all of that is the the struggle that I've also watched because, and I feel like you're in this place too, which is like you you've discovered things, you have feelings about them, you're excited about them, you know you know um, why they're good. You, you might even know scientifically why they're good. You know, I do that where there's a lot of physics involved and things like that, where I'm like, I know why this is better than that. And I've felt it and I've done it and whatever. And you're sharing that and you're excited. And then, and you have people who are just trying to experience that and they're getting it and they're excited that they're getting it and they're chasing what you're chasing. And then you come at them with something totally different and they're going, oh, wait a second. You said this. I'm like, yeah. And I learned something new now um and now we're here but not everybody who's not at that point with you can make those quick route changes and and real and be able to let go of that stuff because they're like no but but you taught this and so you mean and then it cycles again so you mean that these last few years i've spent all this time learning this and and now we don't do that anymore yeah we don't do that anymore you know or or the other day it's like i had built some the it some drills, they they look like katas, but I call them drills because it was more how we used them. Sometimes they had a shape. Sometimes they were just a template to help you remember the order of getting through everything or whatever. Okay. Um, yep. Well, the other day, um, I sat down with, with a couple of my longest running students and I said, I think it's time. I th- I think they've done what they needed to do and I think they've ran their course and I don't think we need them anymore. You know. And there was that moment of, well, we worked really hard to learn and remember and practice those and teach those and yeah and I think I think it's done everything that it's needed to do and I think it's okay that we let go of it now but that's not always easy I see so many so many places and I've definitely done it where it's like oh yeah I like this now but I was given this so I need to teach both things I need to teach the thing I was taught and I need to teach the thing that I believe and and then pretty soon it's like cool I've like quintupled the amount of things people have to try to remember because I'm afraid to let go of one yeah For fear of something what upsetting someone or or you know and and you might come back around to it it might you might even come full circle because you're like nope that was pretty awesome and i just now understand why and i got rid of it and i ran away from it because i thought i knew better and now i realize that nope it was exactly what i needed the whole time i just needed to get away from it so i could see it from somewhere else and come back and sometimes that happens too
1: and aren't you just in that explaining the martial arts journey Life journey, the spiritual path. I mean, it's they're one of the same, right? That same thing until and absolutely. And this this whole life and and passageway of contradiction and mistakes and and so then you go, what do I do with that? And then there's only for me. I'm I'm the same as you, man. I'm absolutely in that. My life is filled with. I can't remember what I said yesterday from what I'd say bloody tomorrow. I no idea, right? And it's filled with yeah. those ups and downs and those changes and, and views. So then what do we do with such a random set of uh, things that happen, which is called life, is we just embrace every moment and it be what it is. Because it, yeah. that's the only other option. There are no answers to it. It's, you know, all these things that are pulled together for us to be sitting here right now. You know, if we look at it scientifically, to be sitting here right now doing what we're doing is like mind blowing. Right. So. Yeah. With all that complexity, what what can we do when we can't work stuff out? Just play when when you're not sure. Play, knowing in your mind, I'm not sure. On the days where you feel sure, play. I really know what I'm doing. On the days you're going, I don't want to do this, but someone told me to do it. And I had a problem with that when I first learned that through Buddhism meditation, when they say embrace every day, because I'm like, well, hang on, we're Western, but we're not we're not Eastern. Mm -hmm. How do how we're designed to fix stuff? before things work, whereas the whole kind of Eastern meditative mode is about you just embrace each moment, you know, even if it's the moments you don't like, right? And now we get back to what we start the show with is art. That is art, where you just embrace your teacher's mistakes, your mistakes, your insecurities, your brilliant days, your goals, your loss in the first round, your ups and downs, your wife leaving you, your wife coming back. Boom! It's embracing all of those things. And that's just represented in our martial arts as well, I think.
0: Yeah. And people have it in other stuff too. I just, I don't know those things because I know the martial arts and that's what does it for me. But, you know, but everybody has it. Everybody has something in their life that, that is, they have their life and then they have something in their life. That's the, that's their microcosm of that life. And, you know, some people it's the kitchen, some people it's the work, the word, the wood shop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Different things you know for you, it might have been tennis before it was martial arts you yes, know, you yeah yes. you might have you might have made those attachments that same way, yeah, and it's interesting we have if we don't have all those things, we can't appreciate their differences if everything right. was neutral and down the line, if we didn't have a bad day, we'd never appreciate the good day if we didn't have a good day, we'd never understand the bad day and and like we have to have all of that well, you have to, have to have a contextual field
1: right we we I only know that mm-hmm. I'm not you by, well, what am I looking at? Well, I haven't got a beard and i got glasses on. Okay, well, I've got a reference point. I mean, it's just simple, simple science, isn't it? We have to have a contextual field. Sure, something yeah. has to sit in something to know something else. And I think it's about embracing the confusion and being happy to go, you know, the other thing, you see this, uh, this is slightly off track, but it, I think it's similar. When you see, when, you, for me, I love a teacher. You know when you ask a teacher something and they go, I have no idea, but I'll find out. Mm. rather than the teacher yeah. who fobs off your question. And we're not talking about those questions where you're trying to undermine someone. I'm not talking those. I'm talking a genuine question because right. you're right.
0: You and ask, they just didn't and then know you, the answer, you, We've yeah. all been
1: asked teachers who try to fob you off because they're trying to defend a knowledge place rather than just go, literally no idea. But I'll try and find out or I'll message you someone who might know, you know, and that's someone who can embrace the uncertainty or, or, or embrace not knowing. And, and I, backing up again to the kind of student teacher relationship, we kind of see then, well, it's not really student teacher. It's kind of both of us are students. Teachers, I may have teachers, a little bit students, more experience because yeah. I've been at it, but we're kind of both traveling the pathway. That's why in our, in our school, certainly in our black belt training, in our low-grade training, we still did lines and stuff because there's a degree of, you know, don't put your fingers in the socket because I said so stuff, uh-huh. right? But at the black yep. belt level or approaching that, we never lined up. We, we're in a circle and there's no leader. I, I mm. lead it because uh, I, I may at that stage about that technique know a bit more because I've been in the game longer. But ultimately, we're all learning from each other. And then the game is, okay, how can we condense skill sets to such a concept that all of us know the concept right Uh, under pressure and then we can from the concept flourish into our own way of doing it so if you've got 12 people you'll have one concept which we all share right example chokes Mm -hmm. dual side pressure we know you need dual side pressure for the geezer or the girl to go to sleep fine how you then do that it's up to you i'm going to do it differently than the kids or the other people so now you get 12 renditions 12 different stories same journey but 12 ways of walking it and that becomes a really lovely dope mitchy way road i love that
0: yeah i love that too and it, it, you you know you're talking about this moment these moments of of knowing things these moments of not knowing things these moments of feeling good these moments of not of not feeling good you know what's amazing to me is just how humbling it all is when you when you hit those moments where you don't know something and you realize you hit those moments where you realize that you've made an investment into something that maybe you suddenly don't believe in, those those ground shaking moments you described. Mm-hmm. Um so incredibly humbling. And so they you know, I remember the first time I this one just stands out to me and it and it just happens to be jujitsu. Um but I went and I was training with I did a private lesson with Rick Ellis, and he had had somebody there who was a brown belt under him, and he had him working with me. His name was Devin. Um, and I remember it, it. the lesson was just trying to pass the guard. And he's like, okay, here's some stuff I showed you on how to pass the guard. Um, go pass the guard. And here, you've been doing it with me, now go do it with him. And I remember standing there, and and he was on his back. And he had me, I'm standing on my feet, and he had me pinned and completely unable to move. And it was like a universe opened up. So I was like, now why, how in the world, are you in what I would consider the disadvantageous position, and I'm the one who can't do anything, even though it feels like I have every opportunity. My, you know, I feel like I, I'm standing, you know, whatever. Uh, and it was like a universe opened up, just realizing that the sheer depth of the the difference between where I am and how much there is. And those mm. moments mm. that we have where where we're training or we're experiencing something in life, and we get to experience something that shows us the scale, the true mm. scale mm. spoken or unspoken, those moments are so incredibly powerful and so incredibly humbling, yeah, and and they can be defeating for some people sure. know, for me, it was like energy, it was like there's so much left, yeah. you know, yeah. And it can, and you can struggle too. The, I struggle too. With just the idea of like, how could you ever, how could you ever have enough time on this earth to to ever approach this stuff.
1: Yeah. where there isn't right so uh-huh. that, that's the first but we do thing it anyway you know, and that's the fun yeah, that's the fun yeah, we just e- exactly. go for it and, and i'm still i'm rubbish and still showing up um, but the but the thing is uh, that's an interesting <laughs> that's point and I mean, that's why i like again i go back to this term pressure testing i'm not and i'm not talking about that pressure testing as in to see if it works on the streets i'm not interested in that i want a coffee with people i like i'm beyond do you know what i mean uh-huh. if at 50 i'm still needing yeah. to kick your face in because you called me bald and my ears stick out i've got a problem you know, I'm the one who should be taking medication rather right. than worrying about my things. So it's not that pressure testing. I'm talking about just what you talk about. When you pressure test like that, and jujitsu, the learning is so quick because because you are actively doing it, you know, people have got four point pressure. You've got both your sleeves, both legs in. You go, can't move. <laughs> why, why can't I move? And so you very quickly yeah. get a lot of those lessons because there's no way to hide from it. If we did Keon and we point spar gently, for example, you can't really get that reference point. Now, I understand it's different because you can't smack each other in the face like you do in jujitsu i know we don't smack each other in the face you know what i mean you can't fully go out it's it's much more difficult that is i wish we could
0: i wish there was a way to replicate it i keep looking for it
1: yeah well were you we i mean it just takes a little bit of invention we we have like a radio Dot. you just turn the volume down you, or you change the target. So we, for example, go full contact to the body, live a shot, drop them, do as much damage to the body as you like, because that's a safe zone. That's kind of your full contact grappling. And then the head, 50%. So you can, what I'm, but but most people don't want to do that, right? Because it's, it's, it's frightening. It's frightening having a leg coming right. towards your face or you turn in, but it is possible. But if for no other reason, you just come to these uh, kind of ground shaking conclusions quicker there 's no avoiding it. you know you 're not spending six months going, Oh, I wonder if Or well, now I know no, it wouldn 't or yes, it would, and that 's why it 's really important as yeah. we we say in our school, play the game as soon as possible. I want the students playing the game within three weeks now i 'm not suggesting they 're medal winners, and it isn 't about the competition. Play so that you now can test. You've got reference points. Life is understood by doing. We don't sit at home thinking about what it would be like to go to work. We go to work, hating the day, loving the day, whatever. But a lot of martial yeah. arts is done sitting on the side thinking what what would happen. Test it. Be adventurous. Yeah. No one's expecting you to do a Jean-Claude Van Damme and go into a bar and, you know, be rude about the other people. But... Test it some way. And then you get those life changing lessons quick, quick, quick. And then one more. Sorry, Ken, because you've now sparked this in my head. No. Yeah. I yeah. don't think it takes that long to get good if you're testing your art. Actually, Yeah. I think this whole light, it's a master. It's not really. It's taken that long because your bloody process is slow and not very effective. If you go down the middle, it's, it ain't that long to, to get to a pretty no. decent level.
0: Yeah. If you, especially if you can expose yourself to people who will grow you, you know, uh, if you have people who are beyond your capability and you're able to honestly expose yourself to them and let them honestly expose them to you, then that, that learning happens because it has to. You have no choice. You either You either don't show up or you're going to learn something today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But it's hard, right? Because you are voluntarily standing on a rug which you are asking someone to pull from under your feet. And that takes some, some kahunas or whatever else. So it takes some courage, doesn't it, that? It takes some courage. <laughs> That's exactly right. Or both.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, the uh, you, you talking gave, gave, reminded me of two two separate things. And the first was just that, you know, one of the things that I like to say is, I want you to find failure as fast as you can. And we were talking about that this weekend. Like, you know, what, what if I can't get this? What if I can't do it right? I'm like, cool, find that. Fast as you can, yeah. Because it's not until you can't you figure out what's not working that you can start figuring out how to make it work. And then and yeah. you won't know anything about it until you understand the part where it didn't work and the part where it did work. Even if you did it and you did it perfect the first time, you don't truly have a scope of how why it worked until you understand what makes it not work, and uh, then can do it anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And then the other thing that popped in my head—we had this conversation on the map the other day—which is this idea that. Like you said, what if or, or what if this or what if that? And, and we had the conversation because I, f- I felt really compelled to, to talk to everyone about the fact that no matter how much you plan in your head and figure out what you would do in this situation, or what you would do in that situation, or, or how this would go, or how that would go, you truly will not know in this moment the answers for that moment. Uh, you're not I, there.
1: I, I cannot agree more. It's it's one of the reasons bunkai. Mm. I hate it.
0: Do you? <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I really, talk about that. I really hate yeah, it. Yeah, let's go. I
1: I I can't loathe that enough because of what you just said. There is no system of play as you say, that can be recreated. And you and the way you see this is compete against someone in the same rule set who wants the gold as much as you. I know it's not about competition, but we're talking about a relatively safe way of pressure testing your stuff, right? Competition is just a good way of doing that. So yeah, because there's sticks. Oh. There's sticks yeah, exactly, st- exactly, exactly. So then you go, oh okay. So that move doesn't work because of that angle. There are a gazillion different things. So, so by definition, you'd have to learn a gazillion different bunkai. It's not it just it isn't effective. It's it's a, it's the biggest myth lie ever, right? Bunkai. Oh, no, interesting. No, no. I've, you've, you've, what... People buy into it and invest in it because they've built their their beliefs on it, right? but but so by definition you you'd have to learn a gazillion different things whereas i think the reverse the condensation or compression down to concepts within any bunkai or with any idea uh, no matter how many variables there is only one idea so we will go back to the choke it's easy for everyone to understand Chol- choke dual side compression two hoses squeeze them tight blood stops guys unconscious boom how you do that mm-hmm is like, I don't need, if I give that lesson to someone which takes what, oh, how long does it take to say that? Two and a half minutes? Then we'll demonstrate it for five. Within, okay, if I got a slow learner, within 30 minutes of the very first class, he understa- he or she understands dual side compression. Now go and play. Now, if they have that in their head, or I've got to get both sides at the same time, squeeze at whatever pressure, go, no other lessons, I'm not gonna teach you any other technique, I tell you how quickly they find ways of doing it. And they don't need Mm. to learn a thousand different chokes. So now we've got it the wrong way around. You look at the rear naked, you look at the Ezekiel, you look at the loop. They are just manifestations and someone else's interpretation of dual side pressure. So you could say they're bunkai. They're not dual side pressure. How do you want to do it? I'm going to use a rope. Cool. It works. Dual side pressure. Off you go. So now you start to go, ah, so now my teaching job is even less. Now my seminars are really short. How do I charge 80 quid for this (laughs) when all I need to do is get dual side pressure, guys? Off you go. Thanks for coming. Uh, Don't forget to like and follow my my channel. (laughs) But that's the truth of it, right? It's condense, (laughs) condense, condense.
0: Hey, Matt, it didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> ah you didn't have jaw side pressure right that's yeah, why. yeah exactly. it.
1: but that's that's essentially it isn't it you, you go ah you, and then the work of the educator then or if you want or any student becomes how can we condense this to the lowest possible concept so that even the lowest common denominator in a class as in the least able can get it within that mm-hmm. one lesson boom that's education i think
0: boom yeah oh man yeah 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 you rocked the world with with this this whole bunkai conversation yeah that's that's alienated
1: Um, the 170 followers i did have just fell off the roof
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm i get it though like and it's funny it's like i think i think i'm approaching it in a similar way but but different because i feel the same way so my my interpretation of bunkai how i how i believe well first off um my understanding of the, of the terms bunkai and oyo is oyo is is the the application of something, and bunkai is the process of determining an application. Right. So, like, if it's like this is how you do an armbar, bunkai is going how do I how do I do the armbar, and oyo is is actually just doing the armbar. And when you look at bunkai like that, like it doesn't. I, I I like that concept significantly better than what people typically think of of bunkai, which is the exact definition of what this move is, period end of story, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I don't believe that at all. I believe one hundred percent it's an example of a principle, and how that principle comes about is is variable but here's here's yes. one example of how, and I love your idea with chokes. I did that the other day with arm bars, like if you can make the arm straight, wear a straight arm lock, and you can apply pressure at the part that doesn't want to bend that way yeah that's compare. an armbar i don't care if it's, uh, it's your head it, doing, it, your leg doing it your, your body move doing the it.
1: thing in the way it doesn't want to go <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right period end of <laughs> story exactly. that's it and and if it it can still move and maybe take it further than that you might need to isolate its ability to contradict you well yeah because then we and get problems. if you solving, can't right? you if, if go, it's not well, working you gotta I, stop it yeah, that's right. You think
1: how do I keep it still? Which is another. Yeah, so now concept, I need to right? make it. Now we got kind of putting them in the vice, but it just, but we still can undo each concept to its tiniest point, so even the lowest common denominator student, the least able, can get it within that lesson. Boom.
0: Right, right, and so the the approach that I had was to go and just reduce the number of katas that I taught because I feel like they very much overlap constantly with each other. So having ten thousand of them is just a good a good way to have... It'd be like buying the math textbook every single year and then just having them all. <laughs> that they're great, all teaching that, the I same principles of math. <laughs> and so instead, just like, here's here's the, here's the my 101 textbook, and here's my 102 textbook, and, and you should be figuring this out, and you should be capable of doing these these things. And then at least what I'm doing now is then I, I work with somebody to give them up. Because I still love kata, so I still give them kata. So I work with them to give them a specific kata that's outside of the set of like, what is it? Eight, I think. We do the pinan katas and the nahachi katas, so there's yep. eight. Um, and then so I give them one more and I say, cool, that's it. That's the one you got. All of the lessons that you've learned and any lesson that you continue to learn will likely exist somewhere in here and that will help you remember it or think about it and and help you work through it solo in ways but at the end of the day, how you express it and where it comes from and where it goes is completely based on, on your understanding of anything, and that will change every single day. And you'll see something different, and you'll be re exposed to this knowledge. And there is no exact answer that this equals that. It just isn't there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, people I'm want it to you. be.
0: People want it yeah, to well be. That, well it's so much easier thing. if it is. But then we're,
1: back, we're back at the, the people who are wanting to be, the people who are not in the fire. Because again, we're back at romanticism, right? Stand here. I'm going right. to stand here and defend the name of a of a of a, 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 a you know a Japanese guy I never knew, but I loved his book when I got it, and so I'm going to defend him to the hill on every forum. I mean, like, guy, just Right? Get, right. get in there and scrap. Do some. Go test it. Get off your computer yeah. and get in there.
0: <laughs> the truth is, you like him because because of who he was, and who he was was because of what he did. And what yeah. he did is informed who he is. And, yeah, then that, that falls into that whole plastic fruit thing. The more plastic the fruit. more places are exactly in this is that, you do this, you get that, you show up this many times, you get that. Like, that's all into that plastic fruit. And plastic, I think the worst so interpretations of bunkai come in the plastic fruit.
1: Yeah. And it's easy, yeah. uh, you know, uh, would, is it any worse than when we are young? I don't know how old you are. I'm 50. Are we? How old are you?
0: I'm 38.
1: Okay. So we're, we're kind of in that sort of, you know, we're not, we're not super young men now, but is it worse when we were young? I don't know. Maybe it was, yeah. but certainly this is a very plastic fruit esque world. Right. And social media doesn't do anything mm-hmm. to, uh, to turn that around. I mean, it's, you know, plastic fruit one Oh one. So then it's us up to us to yeah. jump in and jump in and try and, you know, fill it, fill it out a bit, you know, live it or, or not. It's, you know, it's everyone's journey. Do what you like. It doesn't matter yeah, to me. But um. Journey. You know, fill it out, but but yeah, plastic fruit is the thing. And and living here in the Middle East, it's really interesting because if anywhere it's more obvious, it's here. Right? It's really interesting. It's oh, stuck sure. between stuck between cultures, right? You got one on one side, and you know they want the they want the gold stars in school. We you're you going to do the work? No, no, we just want the gold stars. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Um, and but that's but that's <laughs> that's how the world that's how the world moves uh, at the moment. But yeah. it's just it's not how I want my world to move. So I know as long as I no. can keep, keep competing, keep showing up, keep doing my stuff, then at least, you know, at least for now I can avoid my life being plastic fruitesque.
0: esque Yeah, and, and we, nobody should want it, but a lot of people will because we want things to be easy. I want to just go buy that thing. I want to just go be shown that thing. Oh, I've seen it now. I know how to do it. Um, I know what it is. I've been told. I want to be told the thing. I don't want to discover anything. And we should want that. There's the the world is what it is, and is as is, is incredible as it is because of people who discover, who who explore, uh, and we should want to be a part of that. But man, I tell you, it's really easy for people to not want that and to just and you because you see it. If you run a school, and I know you do, you know when you run a school, like you get people who show up that they just want to be given the answer they don't they they want the answers to the test they don't want to, to learn the lesson or take the test they just would like to acquire the answers and say i have that now
1: uh, one of the things that frightens me the that's most, not the idea, life for me no no nor me man and one of the things that frightens me most is um i often think about this right one of the greatest fears is not finishing your days and going to hell right it's finishing your days and going to heaven Cause you'd be like, ah, mm. oh, gee, I'm sick of this Day, Right. The first couple of months is happy days. I've got everything I want. Way well, everything, you know, Ben and Jerry's on tap. Let's bring it cool. Chilled. Oh, I've never been so happy. Boom. But how, how but seriously, how quickly would that get yeah. dull? And the equivalent, isn't It's is going, right. I've been training in karate week. I've got my black belt. Fine. So let's go through a few arts, right? So you're into year three and you've got, I don't know, 10 black belts quickly you'd start to get bored of the taste of plastic fruit. And at that point you realize, mm. again, we're back on that path thing. It's not the end that the end is, is irrelevant. The end is, is in fact, non-existent. It is the old cliche that the journey is more important than the destination or the journey is the destination and the journey itself. And it's only when you kind of get all your stuff, yeah. the empty stuff that you realize I and mean, how, you know, we're looking at mental health, for example, on social media. You know, you, you can trim yourself to look amazing with apps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but there's no work in there. There's no, you know, and at some point you've got to realize that the glory and the grace and the art is in getting your ass kicked in whatever format, whether your art teacher saying, telling you, well, that perspective is rubbish or, you know, your jujitsu guy choking you out. It's it, and it's in the doing there's nothing else. I think
0: nothing else no and and faking it just builds the fear of some, of being exposed that you're faking it yeah. yeah i think that's that's you mentioned like the the filters and all the stuff it's like yeah and those every one of those people is building a a problem of knowing that that isn't truth and and wondering you know worrying about when people see the the reality instead of embracing the reality and martial artists do it too you know i can show my best highlight clips i can i would say my stories
1: primary primary (laughs) people to do it it
0: perfect use case yeah 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 Yeah. everything about then because if you're not doing it then it could be anything so you could just make it perfect and
1: we had i I, I told this story elsewhere on another podcast can't remember where but long enough ago to tell it again right that um (laughs) Uh, we in England I had a big schools program which we had. We put we went took our uh, martial arts school into schools, like you know, normal schools, and did their after school program and lunchtime program. Anyway, one time a parent uh, came up to us and said, um, Oh, no, we're not signing up, my kid. Because marsh you know when you do martial arts going to turn him into a bully, fine, you know we've all we've all been there, we've all heard that one right, cool, Yeah. yeah yep. fine, i mean I, I don't care if your kid's on or not, same rules, my dojo's open, come in, don't come in <laughs> whatever, um fine, doesn't sign up here's the thing that kid who's not in our martial arts class is the biggest bully ever, right well, I mean we're talking we're talking years mm. ago, they're seven, we're not talking like killers right, but we you know. Sure. Because when you don't know, and, and by the way, I know this. I, I have been this when I got beaten up when I was 15, 16. For a long time, I carried a knife. Because there's this gap in my reality, where I'd lost my power. I didn't have the guts. I was still struggling to go and get my power. So the knife was the next best thing. Does that, does that make sense? I'm not proud of that. I'm just telling you the yeah. truth of it. So I understand it's a, that. It's an equalizer.
0: We, we exactly. look at tools of, as equalizers.
1: Exactly. So this kid did the bullying. Oh, it was always one because he's never had a reference point. Then you've got all the other kids who are sparring and drilling who are kind of beyond it. What, what am I going to pick on a kid in the school playground for? We're, we're sparring three times a week. I, I know what it's like. I don't need to test it. And often the trouble comes when people are not sure. And when you finally are sure, whatever that means, Ken, whether that means you're sure you are an absolute weakling in your rubbish or you're an absolute killer, you're sure. Mm. And then you can just back up, chill out, and then you, can, you know where you are. Because you've tested your ground. And that doesn't mean you've, again, you don't have to be a champ. You can go, I'm a little guy, I ain't fighting you, you're massive, mm-hmm. leave me alone, leave me getting my brother. That's, that's cool, but it's tested. And it's always the ones who aren't sure who seem, who, or in my experience, talk the bigger game, talk themselves up, play, defend, defend things. What are you defending? You, <laughs> and then the ones who mm-hmm. are sure, I've found that the people who, who know their stuff, You very rarely know they know their stuff. They're the last to tell you. They're Mm. the last to tell you they're a surgeon, physicist, computer scientist, you know, black belt. And the ones who aren't are the first to tell you what they've done. (laughs) Have you found that? Have
0: you found that? Oh, definitely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, you talk about that because I have that same conversation with parents, that same, because you get that same concern. I don't want them to be violent. You're like, well, they're more likely maybe to be violent by not understanding it. Like people who do it, who've experienced, well, I don't want to do that to somebody because I know what it feels like. And I don't want to do it. Knowing what it feels like goes a long way. I really like, I've, I never, I need to look up this movie because I talk about it a lot and I don't even know what it is. Um, but I just remember there's a movie where somebody's like shooting people throughout the entire movie. And then he ends up getting shot and he's going, this is what this feels like. Oh my god, this is what I've been doing to people. And you know, cuz he just didn't know, he'd never experienced yeah. it. Yeah. So he was just yeah. doing it like crazy and didn't didn't think anything of it. And then yeah. it happens to him and he goes, "Oh my god." And I think about that every time somebody mentions the bully is the the less you know about a thing, the more you're able to to wrongly use a thing and I never agree. never be punished for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, that um, whole
0: ignorance is bliss situation. Yeah,
1: yeah and willful ignorance, right? Because there are so much, you know, again, if we avoid any journey, we are willfully being ignorant because there's if you live life, you're going to learn. But if you choose not to, um, you are you are willfully responsible for your own ignorance. And that's a pretty big responsibility for us to say to ourselves, "It's, it's up to me to get off my backside and do something, whatever that may be. What, it doesn't have to be a martial arts class whatever that may be but that's a big responsibility to go yeah. i've got to jump in the fire and see if i can see if i can create some level of mastery some high level yeah. of craft and something transcendent
0: to know to know that you will fail because nobody's yeah. perfect at the gate so no. you have to know that to do that not only do you have to jump into the fire you have to jump into the fire and fail because that's what's yeah. going to happen first and that's hard. That's a hurdle. And that's why it should be celebrated when people do it anyway.
1: And the word failure is kind of like a pejorative, right? But failure for me is comp- we need to reclassify failure, even if we change the word, because the- failure is just yeah. a redirecting of problem solving. People are going to go, yeah. you hear failure and there's a bracing. Don't want to fail. No, you do want to fail. You want to fail quick, do. hard, often, early, Try not to kill yourself doing it. But if you can stay alive and fail, you're learning. Bang, 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 bang. Yes. And this kind of, this kind yes. of, you're failing, you're, you're a fa- Failing and you're being a failure, a failure are a different thing.
0: Are different.
1: People yep. teach you that you're a failure, which is nonsense. Failing is the number one most coveted skill in my life. I am a master at messing stuff up. But yeah. the che- we, Sherry and I have that. Sherry's my wife. We have this saying uh, that it doesn't matter what we'll make quick decisions, right? And some are absolute howlers. <laughs> <laughs> some lead leaders, <us>, <laughs> we go probably should have thought that through a bit better. But but the thing is is and, and she told us we'll make a plan. Whatever happens, we'll make a plan. So. Whatever comes, whether it's yeah. a complete howling mistake, and this last one was a bit of a, a, bit of a doozy, but that's okay. Boom, just re- turn left or turn right. Left might be wrong as well, or turn right. And yeah. that's living, right? You just go make a mistake. It's problem solving. It's like a massive game of fun Tetris. Just keep playing. Right. Make new decisions.
0: Yeah, and and look at the way it works in science, right? You make that you make that failure, and then now you make all of your decisions based off of information that you only gained because of that failure. Because so now I can make the right decision or the next decision. I mean, it's because the half scientific I would not principle in theory, isn't it?
1: I'm actually go. I go yeah. to work to mess this up i mean this is a scientist it's a, such a great idea and that is the celebration yeah. of failure that is the number one best way to uh, yeah absolutely i mean you know this it's just i go in yeah. the more i get this wrong the more of a pay rise i get whoop that's a job and a half
0: i'm gonna take a perfect thing <laughs> and i'm gonna go find out how to make it break and i'm <laughs> yeah. like oh i found a way to make <laughs> it fail and i'm gonna find something else yeah but it really is and we that, started and off with failure we started off with failure. We're it's the kids. only way. We're, you know, we're I trying to learn how, how to walk. We fall down. Yeah. 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 Everything we did to become functional humans was a failure. I tried to walk and I f- and fell down. I tried to lift my head and I rolled off the thing. And every part of that was how we moved forward. But you're right. Somehow along the way, we get ashamed of the process of failure. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then we don't want to do it. We avoid it because we just are ashamed to let people see us do it, even though we all need to and we all do.
1: Have you read yeah. um, um, Black Box Thinking by Matthew Sayed? No. All right, very quickly. But I'm immediately interested. You, you have to read this, Ken. You'll love this. Two books. I'm, okay. Remind me in a second about Carol Dweck, but Black Box Thinking, okay. Matthew Slide, very quickly, talks about this. He said there are two uh, – there are a number of examples, but these are the two I'm going to use. One was the uh, medicine system where failure – of course, could lead to death. And there's a lot of avoidance, both in the British system and the Mm -hmm. NHS and the American system. So there's a lot of surgeons covering their back. Maybe not now. I'm just re-quoting his stuff. I'm not dissing surgeons. But um, uh, covering their back wasn't our fault. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't have had so much sugar. You were, you know, whatever. Blaming, blame, passing blame. And then in, which is why medicine has been so slow to evolve the, the medical systems. Right. And then in contrast, you have the airplane, uh, the aeronautical system. Right. So planes which are constantly challenging themselves to work out why things went wrong and taking responsibility for it that's how the black box came about that's why it's called black black box thinking right Um, okay that's where the black box came about because they're constantly challenged and no other industry has grown as fast as aeronautics there are accidents of course there are right horrible but with the amount of planes that are in the sky it's incredible how little there are because they come from a position where they're trying to learn from their mistakes and they have a community that shares uh, uh fosters admitting mistakes whereas the healthcare industry is the other so you get ones that hide and then you get a lot of these kind of uh, you know lawsuits and then the other who go yeah we messed it up we're really sorry terrible there's no mistake but we won't make that mistake again and and uh, and you show the stats it's re- it's a really interesting book and it, how to deal two very contrasted ways of dealing with uh, failure right and then on the other contrast is carol dweck's book dr carol dweck who I don't know if she was the progenitor of this term, but this growth mindset, I think she was heavily involved in it. But her book called Mindset talks about fixed mindset. I have a fixed talent that has to be defended because if it's proved otherwise, I am lesser of a person, right? And a uh, growth mindset, which has no fixed talent. I don't believe in fixed talent. It's all about, as you say, fall over, get better. Bang my head. Don't do it next time. It's this. And this mindset of fixed and growth fixed will stay and has to defend itself. It's like boxing. Boxing is such a pants sport because it defends the thing it's been taught is the coveted thing, which is a, you know, a, a, an unbeaten record. That's still the holy grail of boxing. Whereas MMA, for example, never had that illusion. Never had that illusion, which mm. is why it's gone on and on. You, could, I mean, you can't lose indefinitely, but it's gone on and on. So you've got a fixed mindset, growth mindset. And it, and so one celebrates failure. The, the other defends failure at all costs and tries to avoid it, which is why there's, you know, choose my opponents. I'll have this guy looks good, it's not really great. And the other one's going, well, I'll, I'll cross train, fight whoever. Let's bring it on. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Oh, very, both of those things. Like I could just sit and have a think about, I mean, just the black box idea. Like I'm already going, well, I need about an hour to just sit now and not even read the book, but just think about that. Because yeah. it's such an interesting, like, y- yeah. How cool is is the idea of, of pursuing data in failure? I'm yeah, that's exactly guy, it. So the idea of data in failure is is super nerdy and interesting to me so but, that, but that's the that whole book.
1: heart of computer science and data isn't it and and i mean it is computer science is is it's all about the data that the numbers don't lie but they're not they're yep. not then determined to make you you know some sort of judgement on your character they just determine what your next day's work is or or your next day's right. investigation is and that's exciting that's problem solving that's living it's so exciting like from that yep. perspective
0: i think the problem solving is exactly why i do it and the numbers can lie too because bad data you know yeah. the the what's the yeah. the data guys say uh garbage in garbage out right if okay, you bring yeah, in bad enough. data you work yeah. off of bad um and you know so then there's the pursuit of good data how do you make a system that can collect good data right and and give you and then what can you do with that data like i think it's fascinating and what's interesting to me is the the sheer number of computer science professionals that are in the martial arts like I don't know if you've noticed this. I've noticed this in our school. So many people that we have get on the mat have some sort of technology field as their as their thing. I've I think noticed this it problem solving mentality. Ah, uh huh. Yeah. yeah
1: le- less so in the striking arts. Uh, and I have noticed it oh, more sure. in. Ju- and uh, so f- when I first used to go to Rogers, because uh, I'm at Roger Gracie Academy, I mean, I'm the Amman Club now, we're living in Amman, but there was always there's always a chessboard at the front. And he was always ah. sitting there. They're all always these kind of great thinkers. But I, I've definitely seen the problem-solving players more from uh, the BJJ stuff. It seems to foster that that kind of. It would uh, make sense. It's self. a
0: very, it's a very problem-solving based uh, art. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love it. I love it, Matt. This has been fantastic.
1: Thank you, man. I've enjoyed every second. I could speak to you forever.
0: Yeah, yeah, same, same. So we'll have to not wait too long to do it again sometime. My brother. Yeah, this is great. All right, sir. Well, I hope you have a great evening. I'm going to go. I guess it's time to head to work.